What's up, party people, and welcome back to the Ryan Sullivan Show podcast on Spotify, episode 11, episode 11, lucky number 11, episode 11. By the way, that's a good-ass movie, and today we're going to be talking about me just coming back from trying to get the new Jordan 4 Oreos and coming up, who knows, you'll have to tune in. Uh, We're going to talk about hot Euro soccer players, we're going to talk about uh the habs we're gonna talk about i watched dos boot for the first time this week we're gonna talk about that and most importantly i got reposted by french montana this week for doing a dance video so make sure you check out the episode on spotify the ryan sullivan show boom um so yeah sorry to those actually listening to the episode i I was doing an insta promo and this at the same damn time so yes, um, I just got in from the, f- this is the first time I've gone to line up for a shoe in a long time. Uh, like so long that the last time, last shoe I got in line for, I actually, I actually did the overnight and it was for the day of the dead Nike dunks, a horribly disgusting, ugly shoe. Um, but it freaking uh yeah this was this was years ago this was like i don't know oh five oh six oh seven something like that and it was winter as well and uh we lined up at Goodfoot in Calgary, Alberta, which is where I'm from and uh and this is when dunks were like originally like popping um in the early mid 2000s um and back then sneaker flipping like reselling was like just starting really like to double your money on a sneaker was like the best that you could do doubling your money was like a great success um and so i had no intention of keeping this shoe from the jump because it's so damn ugly. Google it. Day of the Dead Nike Dunk. It's horrible. Um, and uh, so we waited in line in the winter and it was freezing. And even though we were bundled up, it was still so cold. And uh, we got choked because... So as the night wore on and people kind of started showing up, we pulled up there at like 10 p.m. on, I think it was a Friday night, Friday or Saturday night. And the shoe was dropping the next day. Um, and the store opened at 11 the next day. So we were outside in the winter for 12, 13 hours. But so as the night went on, naturally, we start talking in line amongst each other. And, we're, and we start dividing up the sizes in line. Because usually, um, back then, at best, shops would get a size run. Maybe a couple extra in the popular sizes. Like, you know... 9, 10, 11, but that's it. Not that many pairs. Like 16 pairs was a typical maximum. So, uh, and often less. So through the night, you know, oh, I'm a size nine. Oh, I'm an 11. Oh, I'm taking the eight and a half. And so like, as people would show up to wait in line, we would tell them like, oh, yo, the, the, the nines already account. Like, Chris over there is take you know already has the nine, and he's he's already in line. So 
which is a great way to do it, you know, because then nobody wastes their time. And the people who really want the shoe get it. Don't get me started on the whole internet thing nowadays. It just, anyways, things change, whatever. Uh, I don't want to be an old head about it, but I do miss the days when if you really wanted something, you could get it and you could get it for retail or maybe a bit more. That just simply just doesn't exist anymore. Uh, anyways, so we wait all night um, and then finally they open. Of course, the guy opening the shop is late. He's like 20 minutes late, which was just so painful, that extra 20 minutes. And we go in and um, so as people are getting their pair, you know, um, I was a 10 at the time, subtopic. My feet grew in my late 20s, early 30s. I used to be a bona fide 10. I am now an 11, 11 and a half, and I'm 34. I guess your feet bones fucking expand the more you walk on them or something. Or I have elephant tights. <laughs> elephant tightus in my feet. So uh, I get my pair, uh, the 10, and then Charlie, my buddy who waited in line with me overnight, he's like, he had the 11. And so he goes, I'll grab the 11. And the guy goes, 11's gone. He said, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, the 11's already gone. He's like, that's impossible. We've been here all night. We did the counted it out, you know. I'll take the 11 right now, please and thank you. And he's like, the 11's gone. And he leans over, Charlie leans over the counter, sees the 11 back because they had all the sizes stacked up like right there behind the counter so that they didn't have to go into the back to get them. And... uh the freaking he's like there they are there they're right there sell me those right now sell me the 11 right now and there was a post-it on it with somebody's name so like now as much as whatever it sucks you know those were also the days when if you worked at a shop you could hook up your friends and that's what happened was charlie didn't get his size because workers had put aside a pair for their homies so Charles doesn't want to leave empty-handed, so he buys the seven and a half. Here's where the story gets good. I go home that morning, being up all night into the next day. I put them on eBay right away, and I double my money. Boom, great success. Everyone, whoa, you're so smart. I was the talk of the town. Holy moly, you doubled your... My parents were like, maybe this kid is going to be somebody. <laughs> and... Uh... <laughs> Charles cannot get rid of his seven and a halves. We relist them. We relist them. We relist for years. For years. I'm telling you, this was in like 06, 07, something like that. Let me Google it right now while we're chatting. Nike Day of the Dead Dunks or re release date. These came out Dios Dia de la Muerte. Come on, give me a date. 2006, November 2006. Yep. 2006. Charles had these. He moved provinces. He'd been around. He had them until two months ago. So fast forward 15 years. Charles is lugging these size seven and a half disgusting dunks 
And they say trends come and go. Well, as we all know, the dunks came back. And along this story, whatever, whatever, Charles's brother, Kevin, opened a skate shop. Totally unrelated. Um, and it's called Nine Times in Calgary. You should check it out. And uh, it has a Nike account. And so, anyways, I don't want to say things I shouldn't say. But word got out that Charles had this extremely rare dead stock pair of dunks. Some kid bought them for $2,400. $2,400. Originally, that shoe was $120. Do the math. Crazy, crazy. So, anyway, um, this morning, so yeah. Another shoe I lined up for, I don't think it was overnight. No, it wasn't. But it was the Fire Red Jordan 3s. And uh, I still have them to this day. This was in 2007. I got my size. I wear them rarely because it's an iconic shoe. And they do these re-releases, but sneakers are a commodity straight up. They don't lose their value. Um, I mean, unless it's a piece of shit release. But if it's a good re-release... Generally, they hold their value. And these ones are in such good worn condition. Perfect yellowing. They're sick. Like, no disrespect, but I kind of had the fattest heat on feet in the sneaker line this morning. I don't know. You be to the judge. But in my opinion, nobody had shoes from 2007 in that lineup. You know what I mean? Sneakerhead. Oh, yeah? You're a sneakerhead? Anything in your closet that's older than two years? Oh, okay. Anyways, no disrespect. Everybody's got to start somewhere. But, um, yes, I am, uh, where was I at? So, yeah, I had these Jordans. And I'm not really a big fan of Jordans. My, what I goo-goo-ga-ga over is... Um, OG or like old school trainers, sneakers. Um, that's what I really like. Um, and, but like this was a hyped release and I was like, um, I'm going to be up early anyway. Cause sure boy making big life change. I've been going to changes, but I feel my life around you. I think that's the Dixie Chicks. Why do I know that? Don't know, but I'm from Alberta, so that's probably why. And um, so, oh, I lost myself there. That tangent was hard, bro. That tangent sent me. I don't know where I was. I know I was talking about shoes. Oh, yeah, so I'm not a big Jordan head, but I thought, this is a hyped release. I'm not do. Oh yeah, I've made changes in my life, so I'm going to be up early. Might as well go. So I make the commute over to this shop, and uh, I get in line. And I get there. It's too late. Too late to apologize. No wait, remix. It's too late to cut some Johns. It's too late. Uh, cause I'm like mm, 40th, 50th in line. I'm like, okay, unless these guys got a trailer truck of size run, which Canada never does. This is an issue beyond anyone's control, but because Canada just doesn't 
just pales in comparison in terms of population to other countries and therefore the demand. It doesn't matter how bad you want the shoes, Canada's not getting very many pairs, period. I don't care who you are, who you know, Canada's not getting many pairs because they have to delegate the sizes based on the, on the market size. So um, you always got to fight for them or pay resale value and get them on the internet. Um, but uh, yeah, I thought might as well go see. And then if I can get my hands on them, then I'll decide what to do with them, wear them or flip them. It's a, it's a clean J though. You know, the, the, they would be a classic, not an everyday shoe. No Jordan's an everyday shoe, but it would be a heat rock to fucking bus a couple of times each summer, two, three times and have them forever. Like those fire red threes, I have them from 2007, you know, shit like that. But it's too late to apologize, too late to get some Johns. And I just waited out because you never know what'll happen. You know, people, a lot of people, you know, leave the line. And, uh, so a couple of funny things happened. One was that as we're waiting, cause randos who were starting their day, I got there at like 8am and, uh, I think because it was a hype hype release, like I'm quite certain that there were people there from last night. Uh, that would totally make sense. So anyways, um, there's a grandma, grandpa and what I would assume were the grand kids. Cause there was definitely a gen gap in like the look of the age. Like they weren't the parents, they were the grandparents, you know? And they're walking past and the old lady goes, wow, this must be one heck of a sale. And I just started chuckling to myself and I was like, it sure is. And you want to know what else? Most of us aren't going to get what we came here for. Anyways, I didn't want to explain all that. I didn't say anything. But uh, I was just in my head. I was like, lady, you have no idea. And no, this isn't, you know, linen chest or whatever, you know, uh, bed, bath and beyond. You know what I mean? They're, it's not a heck of a sale. These are for sneakers. There's only 16 of them. They're $225. And uh, yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, uh, shop opens, the, the pairs vaporize, and I don't get any, uh, which was fine because I was, I was just there to see what was up. I thought it'd be fun, and it was fun. I got some content for the social. You can check it out on my Instagram at Sullivan Ryan. Got some fit pics of people. It was just fun. It was cool to see because as I as I foreshadowed earlier, sneaker culture has changed so much. And it was really cool that a shop, a shop did a classic release in the sense that in line, not online. If you want the shit, be here early and wait. And you can has it. Um, I learned today that I have to be earlier than, you know, two, two and a half hours before the shop opens, which I, which I knew, but again, I didn't, I wasn't like hell bent. It's not like it ruined my day. It didn't, it didn't change my day at all. Really. Uh, it would have been nice to get them, but whatever. And so then, um, 
the other funny thing that happened was at one point a cop car just rolls up slow or it's driving by and then it slows right down and it stops and they're just idling there for a minute or two and everyone's just kind of like what are, like what are they gonna do like which i suspected like oh they're gonna come out and start grilling people about masks because it's a lie you know there was eventually probably like a hundred people lined up around the block some wearing masks some not um and uh shit this episode no i'm not gonna talk about because i'm already almost at 20 minutes i could honestly the topics that i laid out there was even another one i got my second dose yesterday and it was tomfoolery at the clinic so but i'm just gonna save that for i'll do another episode tomorrow whatever um so cops roll up and they get out and two of them have tickets and we're like what in their hand like written out tickets and and then they start moving towards us and then they go a different direction and oh it was just two tickets for cars parked illegally and as like the cop goes and like puts the lifts lifts the windshield wiper slaps it down like 30 people in unison go sheesh and the whole line starts chuckling it was just hilarious uh just this booming sheesh which drives the whole sheesh thing drives me nuts like drake said that two years ago why is it just being a thing now but in this context this morning it was hilarious the cops turned and they were like c'est quoi sheesh je comprends pas uh <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah um anyways it turns out that the shop because i posted a bunch of stuff on my ig and i tagged the store and they they hit me back and they were like actually it was 36 pairs that we got and they were all sold in store in person and i was like word up thank you for keeping it og another funny thing that happened so yeah shout out to sam tabek uh the shop's called which is a great shoe store name honestly um i believe this dude like correct me if i'm wrong but he was he's a sneakerhead that eventually opened a shop which is just such a great romantic sneakerhead story because i remember him being a customer at a store he used to work at for years and then he just buy sold traded like out of his house for years and then opened a store which is super cool um so yeah, Sam Tabak, T-A-B-A-K, is a cool-looking store. Um, and um, so yeah, last little story from this morning was uh, so right beside Sam Tabak, the shoe store is uh, or the sneaker store, or whatever. I think they have apparel as well. There's a Lefrier, and I fuck, do I ever hate? I love punny business names, but not when it comes to brunch. This is my Krypton. I don't know why. I don't know why it bugs me with brunch names. I love it for other businesses' names that are punny. I love it. Um, but uh, when it comes to... Anyway, this one's called Le Frier, and Oeuf is French for egg. And anyway, I don't know. It just irks me. And so the line 
you know, is going across their storefront. And we were so respectful. Like there's plenty of sidewalk. We were in single file. And she comes out and starts ripping up a storm, just being like, they guys, like, go away. Like, you have to clear space. So she forced everyone to to put a gap in the line, like, in front of the brunch spot. And, and by the way, if this were a ma and pa brunch spot, I would, I would be, I would agree, to be honest. But it's not. It's one of those shitty chain... You're going to pay $18 for a fucking basic breakfast um, bullshit, you know, and this is clearly just like the manager. Um, and uh, so she was saying that um, we were interfering with their business and some people like people were kind of I was actually really impressed with for a bunch of people who knew because at this part of the line. We all knew that we weren't getting pairs. We were all just hanging out. And then maybe, I don't know, maybe somebody drops one. <laughs> I don't know why we were still there. But it was fun, you know? And nobody swore. We were all just kind of like, get a load of this lady. Um, so, yeah, it's, inter- you know, all this was in French. But, like, it's interfering with our business. And, we're, and people like, but it's a public sidewalk, though. And we've been here since before you opened. She was like, no, no, no. There's people that are trying to eat because there's a terrace there. So there's like storefront, sidewalk, and in a piece of the street, a terrace. There's like five, six tables. Very common thing for Montreal restaurants. Um, in fact, you'll hear it like, it's just a thing the Quebecois do. On prend une verre au terrasse. You know, are we going for a drink on a terrace? It's like you're born saying that type shit out here in Quebec. So, um, yeah. And we were like, she's like, you're, there's, there's clients, we, you're affecting our business, you know, that we're trying to seek clients. We're like, where they at, though? <laughs> okay. Where are they? because there's nobody there uh so we accommodated we're like okay like we'll put a gap in the line like whatever and uh yeah that was that and then uh i came home and uh yeah anyway moral of the story and i started this podcast thinking that oh shit like i was shooting for about half an hour so i had all these topics of shit that happened the last week but maybe i'll do an episode tomorrow about the rest of the stuff because I was just yapping about sneakers for 23 minutes. So that's going to do it for episode 11 of the Ryan Sullivan Show podcast on Spotify. Let me remind you, I've been doing this for like four or five years, uh, the Ryan Sullivan Show. Um, It's archived on Mixcloud. It's just only recently I started doing a podcast on Spotify. So if you ever want to go back catalog uh just search the ryan sullivan show on uh, mixcloud and you'll see dozens of episodes and uh yeah follow me on ig at sullivan ryan and there's some video content on youtube uh under the ryan sullivan show so that's what's up have a great weekend 
Saturday morning here in Montreal, by the way, and uh, June 3rd, July 3rd, my bad. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll smash another one of these out tomorrow. So uh, be good. Stay safe. That's what's up. Peace.